power hour lsu boom all night long yes Let's freaking go! A very happy Sunday to each and every one of you. I know I come in with all this energy, but today I want to be as rational as I possibly can about Brian Kelly's expectations for 2025. And this was an interesting text message I got last night at dinner. I had a wonderful dinner in Dallas, Texas for my lovely wife Ailey's anniversary, but it was a Longtime PHL subscriber who is on the altar shot. And he said, Carter, I'm great with my health. So I don't want you to think anything is wrong with me. And it was just a random text. I was like, oh, this sounds kind of scary. We have had some really good PHL subscribers uh, leave us over the past couple of seasons. And it's been very emotional for me. And this guy has been with me for a while. And he said, Carter, I don't know if I can wait. And I was like, what are you talking about? What are you, what, what are you? He said, I don't know if I can wait for Bryce Underwood and Harlan Barry and the great 2026 class after the 2025 class. I want to make sure I see at least one playoff berth in the Brian Kelly era. And I get it. Some of you guys are not patient. And I don't think this viewer who wishes to remain anonymous I don't think he's not patient either, but he's saying, look, I'm excited about the future. It's easy to sell the future, but he's concerned about the now. He's concerned about next year's team. He's concerned about the transfer portal. He's concerned that there are quite a few other SEC schools like Texas, like Ole Miss, who have outperformed us in the transfer portal this offseason. But I'm here to tell you this, that In this time period, we are still learning what the transfer portal actually is. We're still learning what NIL is going to be. And I say all of this with Brian Kelly with a very key understanding about what's going to happen within the next 48 to 72 hours and why you should be excited that Brian Kelly is your coach. And it's for this reason. And we're going to get to every single one of your comments tonight. No matter what happens over the next week or so for the early signing period, which starts on February 7th, that's just a few days away. The big story is what's going to happen in Dallas, Texas over the last week. I was in Dallas this weekend. I love Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas has also become the most powerful college football city in America. It's where the college football playoff committee members meet each and every week. Okay. And what do they meet about? What do they talk about? All right. Well, they're going to talk about the SEC and the Big Ten and what the future of the sport actually holds for college football. Okay. So I say all of this to really hammer home how much I'm excited about Brian Kelly being our coach because he has always been open to change. He has always been open to being wrong. He is an older coach in his 60s, of course, but he's also embraced analytics. He's also embraced different styles of play. He has embraced different types of coordinators and coaches, old coaches, young coaches. And I am very excited that a coach like that is going to be with us during what should be a golden period of LSU football. But the recruiting being the way that it is, Coming off a Heisman Trophy winning season, I understand that a new offensive coordinator is going to be something that concerns each and every one of us. But I'm telling you right now that we might still have not seen the biggest change that's coming to college football. And I know a lot of people point to NIL being that. I know a lot of people point to the transfer portal being that. We can talk about social media and the impact it's had on college football. But I really do feel the conference commissioners and the powers that be are fed up with the NCAA. And I think 
I really, really do think the NCAA might not be a thing when it comes to the world of college football here in just a few weeks. So I say all of this because we're so focused individually on our recruiting class. And we're so focused on this next team. But could we see something even bigger than 2025 happen pretty soon? I think we will. I really do. Now, type Y for yes, type N for no. You would like to see the NCAA abolished when it comes to college football. Type Y for yes, type N for no. You would like to see the NCAA just absolutely positively cooked when it comes to CFB. We say hi to Jared. Our top or two, top super chatter of the past month has been Jared, along with Mr. Van L, Special DK. I was very unfortunate that we couldn't, you know, link up this weekend. Obviously, I was only in um, Dallas for a little bit for the wifey and the anniversary. Um, but I wish I could have stayed in Dallas. I would have loved to have gone to these meetings because you guys know college football is my life. We said to Buster in Denver, Brian, TLV, Mick, quite a few of you in here. And we're going to talk a lot about Terry Bussey tonight. Obviously, I know a lot of you are pumped up. But that there's a lot going on in the world. Okay? College football is about to be deader than dead until, obviously, spring football. And then even we all know spring football really doesn't mean a whole lot. But I'm telling you right now, it is going to be absolutely glorious when the NCAA is taken out of its own misery when it comes to the sport of college football. But what's going to be fascinating, and I know a lot of you aren't going to like what I'm about to say, and that's okay. The players are about to get a salary, which is what they're already kind of sort of getting. But your average college football player, Power 5 scholarship player, it's probably going to make 50 bones a year, okay? It'll probably be somewhere in the in, in that region. A little bit more, a little bit less. Um, I would be a hater. Sherry, good to see you. Um, if I didn't shout out all our patrons in here right now. Uh, I see Cliff in here uh, already shouted out. Uh, let's see. I think I've shouted out all our patrons. If I haven't, if I haven't already, please let me know. I would be stupid before we get into some deeper LSU football conversations to not shout out Haley Van Lith stepping up, showing up, showing out Angel Reese, um, everyone with the team. I wasn't able to watch a game, but LSU destroyed Florida today. Good stuff. And this was the single most dominant weekend in LSU basketball history. (laughs) When you look at the, Combined scores of both games. LSU blew out the little piggies of Arkansas. Probably the biggest meltdown right now in the SEC. If we're talking about this calendar sports season has been the Arkansas basketball team. So that's a team that is dealing with a lot right now. And LSU blew them out. Okay. And Florida's not that great of a team that LSU beat today. But there's nothing better than two home games back to back getting dubs, and apparently LSU Gymnastics has been lit this weekend. Shout out to the Lady Tigers there. Didi Bro was the nicest coach to me on campus. The nicest. I'll never forget that. I know she's no longer there, but I just wanted to shout that out because she's an absolute uh, jewel of a human being. Okay? Um, I, 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 Obviously, though, I want to focus mostly on LSU football like we always do, and as you guys know, we do giveaways, and we've got some very fun giveaways. I've had a few of you reach out to me uh, about some giveaways. We've been giving out a bunch of free stuff, um, and that's what we do, okay? So, um, because I'm in an absolutely glorious mood, um, tonight, let me see. Let's give this out. This is a deep cut. Chase Pittman Senior Bowl autograph card. Okay, let's give this out. We're just going to give this out. Uh, first, $20 Super Chatter will get a 
Josh Williams card in the mail. And then, of course, a first $50 Super Chatter will get a Jaden Daniels Tyson Trophy 8 by 11 photo from yours truly. We want to give out as much goodies as we possibly can. Okay. Um, I will not comment on the crazy rumors regarding Arkansas football, uh, Arkansas basketball. That That is just something I won't do. <laughs> uh, they are crazy. I It is what it is with them. Um, TLV on the NCAA, I don't care if they get paid as long as it's merit-based. Admittedly, that could cause morale problems. Yeah, so when it comes to merit-based... It's kind of hard. I, I think if you're sure, you, it, based on your merit and how good of a football player you are, it um, anyone could get paid anything, right? You could be a total bust, though. Do you still deserve your salary? Probably so. Okay. Um, you know, was Odo Beckham a $15 million receiver this year for the Baltimore Ravens? No. So based on merit, uh, he probably didn't give you $15 million worth of production, but he still deserves the money, right? So I guess in this case, merit-based, we can consider merit the scholarship, right? Just your base salary. On top of that, if you are a great player, you are going to get more anyway, all right? Let's go here, Jared, with the super chat. Good to see you. Um, Stefan, Jared, uh, you get the next super chat. Go right on ahead. If the NCAA implements a salary for all players, we'll be right back to square one with boosters sliding the high star recruits money under the table for pay for play. Okay. Yeah, is hey, uh, she she she's going crazy because uh, apparently Taylor Swift is releasing some new music for the Grammys. So if you see her screaming, it won't be for for long. She just gets excited when they show her favorite musician. She loves everybody music. <laughs> she she is uh, she's perfectly fine. Um, just put a cap on how much they get paid, and everyone get paid the same. Yeah, I I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think as far as like a base salary, I could see that. I could. I could. Okay. Let's see. Next thing. I I'm, want I'm, I'm to chat uh, this. And and I know this is title, uh, totally random. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just my wife going crazy. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Um. You know, let's go to Jared here. They can't give them a salary. NIL has nothing to do with getting paid by the school. Yeah, so that's what they're meeting about. They want to get rid of it. They want to totally get rid of it. Okay? NIL has nothing to do. They want to get rid of the idea of name, image, and likeness. They don't They don't want anything with it. They, they want everyone to get paid something, a salary. Okay? Name, image, likeness will still be something you can do. They, it, It's just not what the spirit of this rule actually was. Okay? That's why um, I'm wearing headphones so I can help bleep that out. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's her just going crazy. No, you, you can't get rid of NIL. No, you can't. You can't. Um, let me see here. Um, can you get rid of NIL? Let me see. Um, watching the Revival channel. Let's see. No, I don't think you can. I mean, I, I was talking to a lawyer about this not too long ago. If you could just get rid of it all together. I don't think you can. I mean, once the toothpaste is out of the tube... Can't put it back in, okay? I'm just telling you right now that some of these business is uh, have given out some ridiculous deals, but a lot of them, it just really haven't been businesses. It's just boosters giving money to players, 
Okay, it's just it's just how it is. Um, but now I also want to get to this before we move into um one random LSU player note. I do want to point this out. You have got to understand that the business of college sports has never made sense. It just hadn't. It just hadn't. And now you're going to see change. Okay. Um, I I did a show last week with uh, some Oklahoma uh, bloggers, and they're great. Alan Kidding, absolutely one of the sharpest minds in college football. I'm going to give one random hot take here. Okay, it's just random. How do we know for certain that the SEC Big Ten, let's just say the SEC and in the Big Ten decides to, to, to break off and do their own thing? How do we know that this is a bad thing? Okay, I understand we are ripping apart pieces of what make college football great. The regionalism, the rivalries. Okay. We're no longer going to have a civil war every year between Oregon and Oregon State. These types of things are things that we are going to miss. Okay. It's part of what made college football great. But if the SEC and Big Ten were to break off and do their own thing, obviously the college football playoff would go along with them. Okay. Now, that doesn't mean potentially leaving out the Big 12, or does it? Or whatever other conferences are out there. But, you know, I I go back to why I love the NFL, okay? And and I do, okay? I'm always going to be college first, but I love the National Football League because it's uniform. There's 32 teams. They all play each other. Uh, The schedule is tough for each and every week. Players get a salary. There's no, you know, Grand Valley, Montana, South Dakota State rent and win games on the schedule. And guess what? If you have a more uniform thing, there's more good things that can come along with that. All right? You you can have fantasy football. One major reason why college football in fantasy football is not taken off It's because of the fact that players play these Grand Valley, Utah, east side of the west side, next to the subway, on the river, State University. You don't play those games anymore if you just have an SEC and all Big Ten schedule. But Carter, what about the bottom teams? The bottom teams would never win in that case. They would never get to 6-6. and in the bowl season and the bowl season would, would, would disintegrate and, and all those different things. And so what? So what? So I prefer the old college football. I am not the biggest fan of where the sport is heading, but I am not going to sit here and a gazillion thousand, a billion percent tell you that the future of the sport is just going to be terrible. Okay, I'm still excited about it, and I've been a little bit more open to it. Okay, let's see. Okay, hmm. All right, so did just get a text from a viewer. Okay, Dorian Brew was with Corey Raymond yesterday in out-of-state corner from the state of Texas, class of 2025. Um, I, 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 I've been pushing off the, the, the main topic, and I understand that there is a danger in that because you guys look forward to it Sunday night, and you want me to talk about the main story, the latest. But we've talked so much about Terry Bussey. That Terry Bussey is is not necessarily getting overhyped, but it it has begun to get a little over talked about because 
we no longer have the anticipation of the February signing day because he's a five star and there's no other high school players we're really jockeying for in this February period. Um, it makes the sites write more about it because it's the only thing getting clicks. Okay. That's why I led the show a little bit different today because I don't want you guys to just get fatigued. Terry Bussy, Terry Bussy, Terry Bussy. And then, well, he chooses Texas A&M wherever he's going to go. Here's what I'll say. I I do believe he's going to pick LSU just because when it's one of these 50-50 things, I'm always going to pull for my team, okay? Uh, just the optimist in me. Do I think a gazillion percent he's going to pick LSU? No. I would put it 51-49, 52-48. Slight lean towards LSU at this point, slight. Let's just say you're a poker player. This is ace-king versus pocket queens, okay? Pocket queens, you get a 54% chance of winning the hand. Ace-king, 46%. So as close to 50-50 as you potentially could get. All right? So what does that mean? Well, we're just going to have to wait and see. But I, I, I say that because... We don't want to overrate him. We don't want to put too much pressure on him if he chooses LSU or Texas A&M or whatever because he is just one player, okay? I can understand if this was a group of five players making a decision on signing day. You want to get at least three of them, two of them, or if it's a superstar, at least one of them. You never just want to go over, but this is one player, okay? Terry Bussey doesn't have a defined position. He is a guy that will more than likely play both ways. It will be discussed if he will play both ways. This is not a Harold Perkins situation where him playing defense majority of the time is probably the, rec- the direction this is going with his future. Terry Bussey is a little bit different. It is not a near certainty that he is going to play defense, Okay. Normally with athlete-type players, sometimes you go defense, sometimes you go offense, right? Jatavion Sanders was a really good athlete coming out of the state of Texas. He ended up being a tight end at Texas. Obviously, Dante Jackson is a player I've compared uh, nonstop to Terry Bussey. He was also an athlete, ended up playing defense. So I do think Bussey will end up playing defense. I do. Do I see a role of him playing offense as well as, you know, kind of a, a a slashing slot kind of player, quarterback, wildcat type of player, which is what he did in high school. Sure. Yeah, sure. So yeah, I, 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 I think for me, we will see him do both, but I, I, at, at this point, this has been the number one question I've been asked. Is he offense or defense? I do think he'll play defense. I do. Um, Let's go to the poll question. LSU is a top three team in the SEC in 2024, and they aren't two or three. Huh? 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 Poll question is as followed. LSU is a top three SEC football team in 2024. Okay? We'll get to this next question from the great TJ Reed right after this. L Nation. Oh, yeah, baby. You know about Louisiana Controls. They've been showing us love throughout this college football season, and I'm looking for you to do the same when it comes to your energy management commercial HVAC needs. It is all with our buddies who have been doing this for over 40 years. Yes, that is four decades. You know this Louisiana weather gets crazy. Go to LouisianaControls.com or call 225-924-4990, baby. Let's Thanks to TJ Reed. Is LSU a top three team in the SEC this next year? I actually had them number three. I do. Um, you know, Alabama doesn't have LSU beat right now. Tennessee doesn't have LSU beat right now. Oklahoma doesn't have LSU beat right now. Auburn doesn't have LSU beat right now. There's only two teams in the SEC that I have over LSU right now. And that's Texas and Georgia. And they should be. They should be. Okay. 
They return coaches, both of which who have been to the playoff. In the last three seasons, they return quarterbacks who are really good. Carson Beck's a really good quarterback. Quinn Ewers is a really good quarterback. I wouldn't say either one of them is special, but I would put both of them in the Heiser Trophy conversation. Okay? So, I, I to answer tonight's poll question, I, I have LSU number three in the Southeastern Conference. I do. Could that change? Absolutely. You know, LSU's defense has got to get better. It just does. But it will just by default with the new coordinator hire that's coming in pretty soon. Um, I also want to talk SEC quarterback hierarchy with Garrett Nussmeyer. We'll do an episode on this and dive a little bit deeper. Let me know right now who you think the best quarterback is in the Southeastern Conference. And don't put Garrett Nussmeyer because I know most of you are going to say Garrett Nussmeyer. Who would you say is the best? This is the top 10. This list was concocted by a former PHL guest, Chris Marler of Saturday Down South. And he has Quinn Ewers number one, which I disagree with. You know, I think that number three spot that will be most heavily debated will be between Ole Miss and LSU. I could see someone make an argument for Missouri. I could. Chance says, I think people are giving Texas too much credit for winning Big 12 last year. They haven't proven anything yet. Yeah, uh, okay. Strong disagreement. I mean, what they did last year was incredible. Texas was a really good football team. Now, did they have some lucky wins? Yeah. They did, okay? But, you know, their only loss was to a good Oklahoma team, 10-3 and Oklahoma team in the final minute. And they went to Tuscaloosa and did something we couldn't do, which is beat Alabama, okay? Now, they didn't play the same Jalen Jalen Milrow we played, but they took care of business. We didn't, okay? Couldn't get stops, couldn't get stops. So I, I, I don't, I don't think, I, I think Texas has proven something. I think going to the playoff is always proven something, right? So, yeah, I, I, I think Texas is for real. I think they're legit. I think they could win the national championship next season. I do. I do. Let's see here. Mick is going to go Jackson Dart. Cliff says LSU is going to be national championships in 2026. Um, But yeah, you know, as far as this QB hierarchy, I have Garrett Nussmeyer on this list. I would probably have him around number four. I would put Quinn Ewers ahead of him, but I'm very skeptical of Quinn. Um, Carson Beck, for sure, ahead of Gary Nussmeyer. Jackson Dart as well. And I also really like Nico. I'd put Nico right next to Garrett Nussmeyer. I think Garrett has had the better career up to this point, but he's also had the longer career. I I have Garrett in that 3-4 range. It's going to be a really good year for SEC quarterbacks. There's no true, true, true elite guy. I think out of any of those guys mentioned, though, Carson Beck has played the best. Okay. Um, I see the chat right here. Jared, I was so shocked about it. Then I found out a bunch of states already have it. Um, the conversation that, that's being had right now in the chat is, will NIL actually be something you have to worry about at the high school level? Um, well, it's already there. You know, name image likeness is is legal in a lot of high school states. How do you feel about that? I and well, you know, I I, I had a friend in high school who did a sporting good ad for a local business, and I think he got paid like fifty bucks for it. You know? 
it's uh it's it's pretty normal. <laughs> it's not normal. I'm kidding. High school NIL is just a completely different thing. It really is. You know, I, I I always go back to this. High school sports is the purest form of sport that we have. And it always will be. Okay. I did see something though that drove me through a wall. Okay. I was literally I watched this a few weeks ago and I I kind of put it in my back burner, but now it just got kind of came to me. And then before uh, I say this, please remind me um, to share one very interesting fact about an incoming 2024 player. We'll talk about him in just a moment. Okay. I saw a high school player literally enter his name into the portal. Okay. To play his senior year of football. He says, after two years at so-and-so high school, I'm blessed to announce I'm transferring to school that paid me to transfer for my senior year. <laughs> I was like, what? Really? And he had the whole graphic uh, and he had everything. First and foremost, I like to thank God. Okay, that's good. And family and friends and all that stuff. And he says, it's time for me to transfer. Really? You're in high school. Yeah, three years. Three years to play high school football. Well, four. Some play as freshmen. I play as freshmen. You could be like Con Hurley and play as an eighth grader. It's crazy. It's crazy. It was interesting, though. Uh, Garrett Nussmeyer, big news. That uh, Doug Nussmeyer is going to Philadelphia. Okay. Doug Nussmeyer um, has worked with Kellen Moore in Dallas and Los Angeles. And uh, Doug Nussmeyer has worked uh, as an OC at the collegiate level. He's been um, Saban's OC. He's been the OC at Florida, Michigan. He has been more stops than practically anyone. And um, I hate that his son is going to be the starter and he's going to continue coaching. I hope he's going to be able to get to watch his son play games um, this year. So, shout out to Doug Nussmeyer. Best of luck to him in Philly. Tough market. He's co a magic coach for the Cowboys, Chargers, and Philly. That's an interesting group of three teams. Um, Let's see. Uh, we are, we are 30 minutes in. I, I want to talk a little bit LSU baseball. What we are two ish weeks away from opening first pitch, man, it is such an Omaha focused sport. One thing I, I did want to touch on with LSU baseball is actually an SEC baseball thing. I'm so glad they're changing the SEC tournament to a 16-team SEC tournament single elimination. So if you lose, you're out. You don't have the two-loss thing anymore in the SEC tournament. That needed to happen, okay? That needed to happen. The SEC tournament kind of became redundant because it was before, like, the big thing, right? And conference tournaments and conference championship games are always going to be uh, a, a weird middle, right? If you win it, no one gives you credit. It's no big deal. It's nothing like the regular season because you're playing it at a neutral site. But I did want to bring up Texas and Oklahoma joining. I'm so glad the SEC baseball tournament is going to a single elimination tournament. Really excited about that. Really, really, really excited. Um, 
Now, for the 2024 recruiting class, I wanted you to see all the commitments here, okay? And there was one player that started to really interest me, you know, the more I began to look into him, okay? So I understand that on three has uh, LSU as a number three ranked recruiting class in the country per their metrics. Their composite rankings has LSU as a number seven uh, ranked recruit. One player that I believe has become a lot more fascinating is Sean Washington, okay? I think some of why we've not discussed uh, him as much is because he is older, right? This is not a high school recruit, okay? He is um, out of Warren Easton in New Orleans, and he ended up picking Georgia over LSU. I know some of you, whenever you don't pick LSU just straight out, um, but you do eventually find your way to LSU, it's kind of a tough thing, right? But this is a guy who had options. He went to go to Georgia, then went the JUCO route, and now he's here, okay? I mean, at the beginning, I think he was committed to LSU at some point, all right? I like Sean Washington. I don't know if I love him just yet. You know, I'm not, um, you know, totally sold on him for sure being a rotational defensive to tackle next year. But he does present a very interesting, you know, situation here for LSU because, well, he's big enough and athletic enough to play Division I college power five football. And LSU is in very desperate need of defensive tackle help, help right up the middle of the defense. And if they don't get it next year, it's going to be tough sledding in the SEC. So, you know, Sean Washington is is someone that's been a little under-discussed, if you ask me, and I think the opportunity for him there is going to be golden, all right? I'm also going to discuss something I know nothing about. All right, I'm just going to bring this up because it is important. Trades Green is in the middle of an eligibility issue with him playing basketball for his final high school season. Now, I've been busy. Obviously, you know, I, I just got back in from Dallas. And let me see if there's a resolution. Um, I don't believe there's been a resolution. Uh, to this issue. Okay, so let me show you Trade S. Green's Twitter account. And this will have no bearing on his football career. Okay. But the way I understand it is they are not letting him play because he transferred to Zachary. Okay. Here are a few tweets here. It was said that basketball is just a game. To most people it is. But to me, it's an escape from life. It's therapy and it's peace. It's a life-changing sport that's helped me through so much in life. Before taking that away from a kid, think about what the sport has got this kid through, all the trauma and obstacles he's faced. Taking away his only therapy, just putting him back at a bad mental state he was at before. Please reconsider your decision. Hashtag let me play. So I don't know anything about Louisiana high school basketball qualifications. I don't believe this has anything to do with academics or or anything along those lines. It could be, I don't know, once again, this is always a danger of talking about something you don't know a whole lot about. I do just want to bring it up because he is the highest ranked offensive commitment that LSU has in this cycle. Okay, so. Hoping Tradez gets the opportunity to play this next year, especially if it does heavily affect his mental health. And uh, I wish him nothing but the best. We say hi to William. What's good, man? Good to see you. William uh, got him more PHO merch, which I'm very happy you did that. That really made my day. And one way you can do that and support Power Hour LSU is by going to Power hourlsu.com slash shop. Once again, that's powerhourlsu.com slash shop. You get shirts, tumblers, okay? Get your hoodie. Still hoodie season. powerhourlsu.com slash shop. We got long sleeve shirts, all the fixings, powerhourlsu.com slash shop. Link is in the description, okay? Um, 
I kind of want to get somebody from LHSAA on here. If there's anyone from LHSAA that wants to jump on and explain this to me, guess what? You're more than welcome to do that. Okay. If Trade S. Green wants to hop on this channel and explain the situation, he is more than welcome to do that. Okay. I feel like we're not getting a whole lot as far as what's going to happen there. And look, you you see there have been quite a few recent LSU uh, pass catchers who were good basketball players, right? Uh, Jack Besher, I remember, was a good basketball player. Brian Thomas Jr. was a phenomenal, phenomenal high school basketball player at, at Walker High School. And, uh, you know, that's awesome. Absolutely awesome. Um, If you are just joining us, we are going to give this away. I think... I'm going to give this to Jared because uh, he is our only super chatter up to this point. But the senior bowl is very near and dear to Jared because he lives in Mobile. So, Jared, congratulations. You get the Chase Pittman autograph senior bowl pass. Okay. And uh, I'm going to send this to you. There you go. Um, and I'm going to send a senior bowl pass to Brian as well. Uh, for the five dollar super chat, I really appreciate you. Let's see. Um, oh, let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Here you go, Brian. How about this one, Dominic Davis? Okay. Huh? 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 Autograph senior roll pass. This was going to you from the 2003 senior bowl. How much better is Ole Miss over LSU roster wise at this point? Is Alabama's roster still better than LSU? I'd say Alabama and LSU is, is about even. Um, and Alabama, of course, still has plenty of blue chippers, but man, you lost Bond, you lost Nye Black, you lost your your best offensive tackle, Proctor to Iowa, even though really wasn't that great this year as a five star freshman. Uh, you know, you lost multiple corners, you lost your best defensive player overall, you lost obviously some players to the NFL draft, Jaquinta Kool-Aid McKinstry, uh, Terry on Arnold. You know, they were depleted, as many of you know. Recruiting class was still fine overall. Um, they did a good job, obviously, keeping Ryan Williams. And then Ole Miss, I would say, has a better roster than LSU. I just don't think they are – I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough because you look at the national championship odds. LSU still has better national championship odds than Ole Miss. I'm going to give LSU just a slight edge over Ole Miss for this reason. Head-to-head, -head, during the Brian Kelly era, LSU is 1-1 one one versus Ole Miss. Okay? LSU dominated Ole Miss at home. Okay, Ole Miss jumped out to that big lead, and LSU came back and just took over that game. And then, yeah, what happened this past season? where LSU was up by nine with 11 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter and just choked. Now Ole Miss, once again, jumped out to a lead. LSU came back. So, you know, I feel like LSU has played better than Ole Miss when they played. And LSU gets Ole Miss in a really good spot on their schedule. You know, Ole Miss has a schedule that is very favorable to them. Their most unfavorable spot in that schedule will be LSU in the middle of the season because LSU um, has an earlier buy than them and Ole Miss doesn't. Okay. And there's two buys for every team going into next year. So yeah, you know, I, I would say Ole Miss at corner, you know, they brought in some transfer corners. How, how good are they? I, I don't know. The Richardson guy was definitely someone that LSU wanted, but they also brought in Trey Amos. We'll see how that works out. Almost, of course, also brought in Walter Nolan. We'll see how that works out. But 
I, 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 I don't know. LSU and Ole Miss are so tight for that number three spot for me in the SEC at this point. Alabama is still in that conversation, of course, uh, with Alabama, and they return their quarterback and all that stuff. But yeah, you know, I, I think right, I just think right now LSU has a slight edge. I is, is slight edge. Okay. Um, beside you, Charles. Good to see you. Yeah, Richard, tell me what's going on with that, if you know. Um, let's see. You're in slide out last week, but no access to YouTube. So, so slide out doesn't have Wi-Fi. Is that is that is that the word that make us into me? One of my best college friends lives in slide out. Should I call him right now? He's probably tugging his his children in bed right now. But should should I call him right now and say, "Hey, is there Wi-Fi in slide out? I love slide out, Louisiana. Slide out is God's country." Mardi Gras season, I saw something pretty epic. We all know Monday is red beans and rice day. Saw my buddy Devin Stone hold the mayo. Had his own. He wasn't on the float, but they had a Mardi Gras float statue. That was so cool. Shout out to him. That's crazy. It's crazy. Okay. Well, here's what here's what we'll do, Brian. Uh you and I IG back and forth from time to time. Won't discuss it here because I want to do my own research on it. Um g- give me one of your patented voice notes and uh give me a full breakdown. Or at least um or at least a a miniature breakdown of what's going on. Okay. Am I a bad guy for wanting house guests to live tonight instead of four in the morning and waking me up? Wait, this makes no sense, Chris. Am I a bad guy for wanting house guests to live tonight instead of four... Wait, what? Live? I I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, why would why would they be waking you up at four in the morning? Okay. Why why would they do that? Why why would they wake you up? All right. All right, so LA mom. Um, my major point for 2025 was this: I we have focused so much on the, uh, the basically. I was at dinner this weekend, and a longtime viewer of the channel was like, "Hey, Carter, I love all the stuff we're talking about 2025 recruiting and how good the 2024 class was, but I want to know if the team next year is going to be good." And my major point is this. I have the number three in the SEC right now. I just do. Okay. So I, I I think next year's team, even with the lack of depth and not the absolute most elite transfer portal class, I, I still think they're a really good team. Okay. I I still I still think so. Okay. Um, but it could be me just being too positive. I could be totally wrong on that. Oh, what the, that phrase? I've heard that. I've heard that phrase. Christo, I tell my kids and friends, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Huh? Huh? Oh, I love it. Uh, but why would your house guests be leaving? Uh, 
Wait, why, why, why four in the morning? That's what I don't get. That's what I don't get at all. Okay. Well, then don't have them over. I mean, you're an adult or you, you could be younger. If you're younger, this makes a lot of sense. But if you're like 43 and this is happening to you, then I don't know what to tell you. Hmm. Ryan getting a Dominic Davis. Oh, it's your stepson. We should have told that in in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, if it's your stepson doing this, then yeah, kick him out. I mean, there's no business for them to even be there. Okay, no business. No weekend visit. Oh, okay. Like a TLV fixing it. Do better plan. No, book him a room. Book him a hotel. He can go somewhere else. All right, here's a Twitter DM. Carter, what is your prediction for the Super Bowl? Okay. Hey, I'll stay up all night. You guys know, if you super chat, I'll go till four in the morning. How about this, Chris? If you super chat, we'll keep going all night till he has to leave. He's literally the most redheaded Steph kid imaginable. All right, I'll give you an early Super Bowl prediction. I love the Chiefs plus two. Still shocked the 49ers are favored here. Still shocked. Because last year, I, I went pretty heavy on the Chiefs versus the Eagles. I, I just did. And that game could have gone either way, okay? But if I am getting Patrick Mahomes plus money, I... I'm going to take that every single night. Okay. So for me, I don't know about you, for me, I am perfectly fine with putting one wager, Chiefs plus two. We've seen this play out before. And guess what? I'll take my chances. I'll take one of the best of all time in that spot. One thing I'll say, though, is on, on the way back, uh, you know, driving back from Dallas, I was blown away with how freaking good Usher is going to be on Sunday. Okay? There's just so many songs I want him to do. You don't have to call. It's okay, girl. 
legendary song. Also, before we skedaddle here, your your boy is uh, doing a weight loss challenge. Yes, I've gained way too much weight. I, I know I still look dapper, beautiful, awesome, gorgeous, but I am uh, very happy to announce that I'm going to lose a ton of weight. Doing a very protein-heavy um, uh, diet, just staying away from the bread. It's going to eat earlier in the night, work out a little bit more. And my thing is, who's going to do it with me? Is there anyone right now? Type Y for yes, type N for no. If you are willing to take the plunge, if you are willing to go that extra mile with me, Okay. We said to Forbes, how? Tony the Tiger, who's willing to take that leap? Tell me. If you're not willing to do it, that's fine. I'm here to push you. Because I've never really done a diet. Okay. I've not really done it. Okay. So, I'm going to give it my best shot. I'm going to stay away from the Zimpic. Uh, stay away from the Popeye's wings. William's going to do it with me, okay? Let's do it. I'm definitely way too chubby. You would not think I was a soccer player. Now, here's what you're going to do. In the next five to ten minutes, I'm going to answer as many questions as you possibly can. But if you do Super Chat, we'll keep it going. Discuss Brian Kelly. Discuss how big of a week this is in college football. Okay? It's going to be insane. All right? It's going to be insane. All right? I do want to, I did want to get to this. And I wanted to wait till Tuesday because this is going to be a very fluid situation. Okay. But this is via Ross Dellinger of Sports Illustrated. Okay. In an interview with Yahoo Sports, SEC and Big Ten commissioners for the first time expressed doubts in their commitment to the college football future if leaders can't get right issues. TFP meeting in Dallas Monday and Tuesday for key talks on future format and revenue share, which is what we led the show with today. Okay. SMU and its revenue distribution in the ACC, will it get Power 5 CFP money or not? Okay. So you got all these things, all right? The latest today in a CFP format change, which needs uh, a unanimous vote, is a proposal from Washington State University President Kirk Schultz seeking guarantees of voting rights revenue distribution for Pac-12, Pac-2, beyond 2025, okay? So all this stuff is getting a little crazy. This next week is going to be huge, man. All right. Greg Sankey. And... Part of this stuff just gets boring for my viewers. I know. Okay. That's not the kind of stuff that I like, which is suits discussing revenue distribution. But that's why I led the show today with this is is understanding how important this is. Okay. Let's see.
we did have a good time. It was absolutely incredible. LD88, I still really do appreciate it. I actually showed uh, your card plenty of times. I don't know if you saw it during the live stream. Uh, and I appreciate your your very generous donation. It went a long way, man. Um, so there you go. Let's see. We'll take a few more before we get out of here. Celebrating the Lady Tigers. Getting it done versus Florida today. Good stuff. LSU Women's Tennis also won today. They beat Rice. Good stuff. We'll take it. Malik Neighbors to the New York Giants has gained steam. So if he falls to New York, Malik Neighbors will go to this, uh, the team that has bad quarterback play. But we've seen two of the best rookie seasons we've ever seen from New York Giants that were first-round picks, right? We had Odell Beckham, and we also had Saquon Barkley. At this point, Marcus, it would be Bussy uh, later this week. Uh, but more than likely... It's going to be James Simon. For the class of 2025. Verdict at home is that Chris is a jerk for wanting to kick out the stepson. Well, Chris, I'd kick him out too. You did not wake me up at four in the morning. My jaws look at square. Ha, ha, ha. That's a sign I need to lose weight. So it needs to be thinner. My face is too round. It needs to look like this. Let's see. You know what's weird is like uh, you look at um, the jawline thing. Like Tom Brady's jawline has done a reverse of this, right? Okay. So you see that jawline right there? That's rookie Tom Brady. And this is him over the years. Okay. You see his jawline begins to get thinner. Okay. That's crazy to me. Okay. Now you go down here. I got buzz cut Tom Brady. You see his jawline got thinner. That's insane. That's a TV 12 method, man. Got to lose that, that facial chunkiness. Grow a beard, problem solved. I hate, dude. My beard itches so bad. I've got coarse hair. Okay. I was given just the coarsest hair. So it, it, when my hair grows out for my beard, it itches uncontrollably. So I basically have to shave once a day. Okay. I have to go to bed with a clean-shaven face. Okay, so I don't shave in the morning. I shave at night. That's just how it is. 
Brady got a got a booty hole look uh, on his chin. Oh man. Now, I'm about to get out. I am low on sleep. Had a crazy weekend in Dallas. When I travel, I can't sleep. I just can't, right? I normally go to bed at like 2 and I'll wake up 7. So I've gotten like a total of 10 hours of sleep. And, uh, and yeah. Shaving at night? Craziest thing I've heard. Uh, you've ever heard, Chris? Hmm. Once again, big thanks to Jared, Brian, and Chris. Best of luck to your stepson's travel. Jared and Brian both winning senior bowl passes. Congratulations. And uh, and yeah. I PHO will be live Tuesday. Uh, our next live stream will be at 8.15. Okay. Um, I won't be on with Blake tomorrow night. Blake m- might not go tomorrow because he's been dealing with uh, an illness. So my prayers go out to him. He's my best buddy. Uh, but Blake's a tough son of a gun. He'll probably be live tomorrow, but I won't be because I'm calling college basketball tomorrow night again. So obviously it's a busy time for college basketball. And, uh, and yeah, I'm very excited. So if you want to listen to me, call a game. We'd stream uh, on YouTube, so make sure you check it out. Okay? It is Power Hour LSU. Boom! And tonight, we are doing... Oh, meatballs. Let's go. Let's go. 